This week on The Pour Over, Dylan and Joe hash out the new Netflix original, Kingdom. It's like your parents' favorite historical Asian drama, but with zombies. Listen in as they discuss episodes one and two of the Korean zombie series. Let's pour it all over. Hello, friends, and welcome to The Pour Over Podcast, hosted by myself, Joe, and Dill. Each week, we bring you our thoughts on a certain episode of a TV show, and most importantly, chit-chat about the very things so many, so many of us depend on each morning, coffee. This time, we'll be chatting about Kingdom, a new Korean Netflix original. But before we get into all that, let's catch up with the pour-over boys. Hey. Yeah, so what's up, Dill? How you doing? I'm good, I'm good. I'm on a pseudo-spring break. My spring break is coming up this week, but... We okay. also don't have class this past week, so, you know, it's nice, chilling. Nice. Yeah, yeah, the, how are you doing? Pretty good. Um, just, you know, chilling, like you said. Uh, it's just, uh, well, we had um, daylight savings today, so oh, that kind of yeah. stinked. Yeah, so lost an hour. Um, but yeah, uh, does your spring break, uh, does that time off kind of lead you to more coffee brewing? Uh, maybe, maybe. So I actually have a slight coffee dilemma that I wanted Ooh. to see if I could get your thoughts on. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So we, we've uh, we talked in some of our early episodes about coffee while traveling and all that. Kind of like, do you want to go check out the local shops? What do you want to bring if you want to brew on the go kind of thing? Mm-hmm. Um, so this spring break, I'm actually taking a trip with some friends. Oh um, yeah, yeah. We we uh, we're we're going out to New Mexico just to check it out. Okay. Um, and I'm wondering how I should approach my coffee situation. Um, okay. The, the people I'm going with, they I I think some of them drink coffee, but they're not you know they're not as passionate maybe as you and ah. me. Uh, we we can say they at the very least they don't have a podcast called pour over and they don't talk about coffee every week (laughs) fair Um, enough yeah so they not as into coffee and at the same time uh while we're out there we're going to try to maybe uh hit the slopes maybe snowboard or ski a little bit nice um so we're gonna have some early mornings so i'm not gonna have a lot of time so i I don't know if you have thoughts like what should i do Mm. should i just buy it on the way or what Mm -hmm, i don't know mm -hmm. man uh i'm surprised and then your friends really like coffee I think you've shared this before. Yeah, it's it's unfortunate, you know. You people are like, oh, you like you're like really into coffee. I'm like, I guess. I uh, I just don't understand it. Like, I don't understand people who just don't like coffee. It just it doesn't make sense. I it's just to me, it's just so unnatural. Yeah, you know? yeah. What gets them up in the morning? You know, do they just wake up like, oh, it's time to go to work, ready to go? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Like, I I think they they drink coffee sometimes, but. It's more like uh, just drink it when you need it kind of thing. Mm. Less of a, oh, you know, just want to get really into that craft coffee or, you know, specialty coffee kind of right, game. Right, right. So, yeah. Um, hmm. Well, uh, I don't know. I think maybe uh, whip out the AeroPress, you know, bring mm. that with you. Uh, take it back from Charlie, first of all. <laughs> uh, get it back from your homie. And... Yeah, I I wouldn't bring the Hario. I don't know. That's just. Mm, yeah. I feel like just having to whip it out and like do it on the go would be a reason why I wouldn't use it like the day mm. of. Just be like mm. too lazy. Um, how many days are you gonna be out? 
Um, well, it'll be we'll be in New Mexico for about three or four days. So I mean, okay. it's like the whole trip's about five. So yeah, I don't know. I was like, maybe mm-hmm. maybe I bring that French press because it's easy. I can like pre grind and just kind of figure that out. But right. I, don't, I don't know if I'll have that much time in the morning. Right? Sure. So I'm yeah. not sure. You might not even ha- have time to go to like a coffee shop or something. That's true. Might just have to go through like a drive through somewhere and be mm. sad. Well, it might be time for that Mount Hagen again. Oh. <laughs> Maybe. I, I did think about it. Um, <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I currently just have a bunch of tea uh, kind of packed up. Okay. Um, that's kind of what I have right now as I think about the coffee. Um, I don't know if I'm going to bring too much coffee, okay. actually. So I just thought of a good hassle. idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, why don't you do some cold brew concentrate and bring that? Oh, that's true. That is a good idea. It might it might be too late now. Mm. I, I procrastinated too long. Um, that actually is probably the best idea or like the Ooh. ideal for a travel situation because you don't got to mm. brew it. You just got it. You just add some right. water, good to go. Yes, yeah, but I don't know if it goes bad or anything. Does cold brew go, bra- go bad when it's not in the refrigerator? Um, it probably does. I I would probably bring it in like a thermos or something. Mm. Um, keep it temperature controlled as as much as possible. <laughs> um, <laughs> like seventy two hours, keeping it in the thermos. Uh, oh well, I mean, once we're there, we'll be okay. I oh, could put it in the okay. fridge or something. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, just on the travel day, you know. Um, right. Yeah, I've actually done that before. Where I, it, it wasn't quite as far away as New Mexico. Yeah. But I, I put a bunch of cold brew concentrate in just like a thermos or something, brought it to where I was going, you know, a few hours away. And it actually mm. worked out pretty well. Once I was there, I put it in the fridge. Nice. Um, yeah, I don't okay. think it could keep the whole time. but Yeah. Okay, side question. Um, this is something that Max Cad brought up before oh, uh, yeah. from the Max Studio. What do you think about heating up your cold brew to make it into a hot drink? Oh, that, is that sacrilegious? That, that's actually good. I actually like really? it. Really? Um, well, it depends how you go about it. So I think the way to do it is you have your cold brew concentrate, and then you mm-hmm. add hot water to it. Okay. Um, so that brings up the temperature as opposed to, I don't know, I guess some people would maybe like microwave it or something. Mm. Um, I, I would mm-hmm. I would stray away from that one. Okay. But yeah, so I, I've, I've done that um quite a bit in the past so kind of have my my little bit of concentrate which is cold from the fridge but add some hot water to it and it's uh ready to go nice nice yeah Yeah, i I, uh i never tried well actually i did try it before and it tasted kind of sour to me Mm. um maybe because i had the ratios off but i'll have to try it again sometime now that i know that the uh, cold brew it's it's hard to get those ratios right man um, mm. I feel like it's like that Mount Hagen where you just kind of <laughs> put a lot and you can't really, you don't really know until you yeah. drink it and you're like, oh, I'm not really feeling it. Um, <laughs> so I, I feel like I, I do that sometimes with cold brew concentrate too. Sure. Um, and I usually put it in my thermos, which I can't really see how much is in there or like, I can't really tell. Uh-huh. And yeah, with, with with all of my like talk about how, you know, I like measure everything, I weigh it all. When it comes yeah. to cold brew, I just kind of like put it in and then just put some water and like, yeah, it's good enough. <laughs> so I don't know. See, yeah, you're taking a page out of my book now, you know, just, <laughs> just 
just vibe with it. Yeah, yeah. You just gotta do a little sip. You're like, ooh, too strong. Add a little bit of water. Uh, not strong mm-hmm. enough. Just add a little more concentrate. Um, it's it's kind of hard to to get that nailed down though. Right. Hmm. Hmm. Good yeah. stuff. Good stuff. Yeah. What about you for coffee? I think I I think I got enough for me to think about. <laughs> so, what about you? Um. Yeah, so I have been doing a little bit of, uh, you know, both going to coffee shops and also mm-hmm. brewing at home. Um, I've, you know, once again, just been on the AeroPress train, dude. Yeah. Just constantly using AeroPress throughout the work week. And um, I did whip out the Kalita Wave yesterday. Mm-hmm. So all my IG followers out there on the pour hey. over uh, IG page. Uh, IBG page. That's, that sound like an old old guy, like an elderly person <laughs> on that Instagram. Uh, <laughs> on that Instagram page, uh, posted a picture of the Kalita Wave, and I did a shout out to one of our um, followers on there. He's a pretty cool guy. Um, so yeah, um, getting back on the wave was was kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of difficult, you know, just switching between the air press to the pour over. Yeah. Um, even though it's like our namesake. Um, yeah, just like, you know, just even, even just adjusting the grind, right? Like you have to mm-hmm. really dial it in, you know, if you're going back and forth. So, um, but overall I think it was, it was pretty good. Um, it didn't taste as good as my AeroPress. Um, yeah. Mm, Aero, yeah. AeroPress greater than Kalita. <laughs> I might have to change your name. The- <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the AeroPress show. Or the like AeroPress we- over TV show. <laughs> we might get in trouble for that. Yeah, that's true. That's true. <clears throat> Copyright. <laughs> yeah. um, but I've also been brewing a new bag of beans. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. What, what you got? What you got going on? It's actually a blend. Okay. Um, it's a darker roast. It's out of um, Deeper Roots Coffee from Cincinnati called um the uh, what's it called uh the los santiville okay um and it's a blend of i think some central american and african coffees oh so ooh, okay i feel like those yeah. are usually fairly different but, mm. Mm, so I, cross-cultural how is, it? how is it it's good it's got that uh that real uh syrupiness of like a kind of uh central american dark roast mm. Um, but then it's also got, um, you know, one of the flavors they describe as sweet smoke. Okay. Oh, um, I, I think you've probably seen that on some labels before. Mm. And then it also has, I think maybe dark fruit. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just a very dark profile. Um, but it's pretty good. Yeah. Nice. Nice. So that means you finished off your uh your long-term storage of beans <laughs> your plethora uh negatory oh. uh, <laughs> it's it's just rotting inside of my atmos <laughs> yo that's how i feel my bean and bruise still in oh. there every day i look at it oh. isn't it just sad like you're like i don't know if i want to open it up yeah, and then, and then today or yesterday, I was like, because I was making my Parks coffee where, that I got mm-hmm. on that tour that I was talking about last time. Mm-hmm. And then I, I've been doing that for, I mean, like over a week now. And then okay. t- today or yesterday, I was like opening up the Parks bag, you know, taking the coffee out. And I was like, why why do I keep 
use like the coffee I'm using, I'm not storing in the way I should. The coffee I'm not using, I'm storing right. it in in this container that I paid extra money for. So I, I don't wow. know. I was like, you know, the little, little crisis there. But. Yeah. Wow, that's some cognitive dissonance. Like, what do you do? Yes. You just so I, I don't want to throw it away. Yeah. Soon I might throw it away. Ooh. At least the, the bean and bruise. Because I'm like, man, I just, I, I'm not using this Atmos for coffee that I'm actually using. Hmm. You should give it to somebody. I guess. Maybe they'll like it. That's true. That's true. Give it to someone who's a little less snobby than we are. <laughs> yeah. We'll have to. I, hmm. I feel like <laughs> most people I know either, like, they'll either make coffee like we do, mm-hmm. or they'll use something like a Keurig or something. Right. I don't know if I know too many people, or maybe I'm just not sure of their coffee routines, but um, too many people that kind of just use a classic, you know, like Mr. Coffee or something. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's like a millennial thing slash kind of young adult thing. Mm-hmm. Like we're not quite the generation that uses like Mr. Coffees and those automatic coffee makers. Yeah. But then we're also not quite that generation that uses like some real artisan, mm. like, you know, serious coffee stuff, uh, like, you know, like a percolator or something. I don't oh, know. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe. Maybe I should give it to someone, not let it go to waste. Or I'll just leave it in the Atmos again for a while <laughs> longer. And have the same dilemma the next time you yep. open a new bag of coffee. Yeah, we'll be bad. Be like, you finished those beans yet? You'd be like, nah, man. And then you'd be <laughs> like, you got that bean and bruise? You know, it's, it's still in the Atmos. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But, hmm, hmm. Mm, hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll but we'll we'll stay connected and, and see if we can keep updated on our coffee, our less than ideal coffee um, <laughs> usage. Uh, yes, sir. Yes, sir. For the time being, as we said at the top of the show, uh, we actually have a new TV show that we're talking about this time around. Uh, Westworld, we finished out two seasons. Now we got to mm-hmm. wait that long wait uh, for season three to come on out. But in the interim, we got some good shows lined up, hopefully. Yes, sir. And uh, like we said, we're, we're talking about Kingdom, which burr, is burr, burr, uh, burr. a new new show on Netflix. So just uh, if listeners haven't watched it yet, just a kind of quick um one or two sentence synopsis. We're not going to go quite <laughs> as in depth as before, right? But um, yeah, a, a brief synopsis of the whole show is that uh, Kingdom is a horror drama set in Korea's medieval Joseon era. The show follows the story of the Crown Prince Yi Chang as he investigates the spread of this mysterious plague, while also uncovering the sinister coup of the Cho clan. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, so it's you know it's a little different from Westworld. It's perhaps. a change up. Um, timeline is on like the opposite end of the spectrum. Yeah. Um, <laughs> instead of robots, we got zombies, or well, they don't call them zombies. That that's the thing with uh, yeah, shows with zombies, zombies in them. They never call them zombies. Right. What so, are they called in Walking Dead? Rock walkers. Yeah, walkers or something like that. Um, yeah, I, I don't know why that's like a thing, but it just is. I mean, that, that's what I was thinking when I was watching this show. I was like, these guys have no prior knowledge about zombies. Mm-hmm. Like, these things are happening, and they're just like, oh, 
the dead have come to life. And it's, you know, it's not like us who have that context of like, oh God, this is, these are zombies. Like Mm -hmm. this is, I've seen this happen before. These like, uh, you know, uh, medieval Korean um, people were like, like kind of just like not knowing what to do. Like, okay, like you get, you obviously got to chop their heads off. And I think in episode three, I I watched ahead a little bit because we'll only be talking one and two. Yeah. It's like finally revealed that it's like, oh, yeah, you got to chop their heads off. That's uh, how you kill them. <laughs> I mean, they did it in episode two, I think, right? Oh, maybe, maybe that's when they revealed it. I'm not sure. Um, well, maybe we, we get to it. but Oh, and um, obvious spoilers yeah. ahead for anyone listening. <laughs> I mean, if, they, if, if they're listeners of this show and they <laughs> don't expect spoilers already, I, mean, I, don't, I don't really know. Uh, we forgive. Uh, we're sorry. Please forgive yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, disclaimer. Although this, the the disclaimer is coming after the spoiler. But, oh. <laughs> um, yeah, but before we get into too too much, uh, you know, in in there, uh, what, what what are your general thoughts on the show? I mean, even like beforehand, but even after watching a few of the episodes. Hmm. Um, I was definitely very intrigued uh, from the onset because it's a. Um, it is a Korean show. Like mm-hmm. it's um, produced and written from uh, from Korea, and it's even based upon, I think, a uh, a, a Korean novel or oh. just Korean series. Uh, what is it? Yeah, webcomic uh, mm-hmm. called "The Kingdom of the Gods." Um, so yeah, like yeah, kind of like how Walking Dead started. Well, yeah, Walking Dead was a comic before oh, yeah, right. it became. Right. Um, yeah, so, uh, so obviously the, the Asian connection had me intrigued and mm-hmm. then the horror connection, you know, I'm a, I'm a big horror movie buff. If nobody knows me, I like love all kinds of horror movies mm-hmm. and especially sci-fi ones. So, uh, yeah, I was really excited to watch it. And then, you know, after watching two episodes, uh, I am not disappointed. Mm. Nice. Yeah. yeah. What'd you think about it? Yeah, I didn't really know anything going in other than the fact that it, I basically was like, it's a K-drama that Netflix is putting out, um, and there's zombies in it. That's that's like all all I knew going in, because I watched the trailer, and that's what I got. Um, So, and and prior to this, uh, in general, I don't really watch shows that aren't in English, Mm. not because, you know, I hate on international uh, uh, films or, or shows. But it's just, it's more more effort, man. You, you yeah. have to re, uh, be reading the subtitles. You can't look away. Um, so in general, I just don't do that too much. And I know like K-dramas and like Korean shows are super popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just never really got into it. So I've never really watched a Korean show before, a show that's in mm-hmm. Korean at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so going in, I was like, I don't know. We'll, we'll, see, we'll see how it goes. I try to keep an open mind and... Yeah, I mean, I I like it so far, especially after um, the second episode. So, yeah, they they got me intrigued. So I'm I'm mm. looking forward to the rest of the episodes. I think there's only six episodes in the first season, right? So yep. we'll uh, I mean, we'll, we'll finish it up soon enough. But yeah, yeah so far it's good. Got a thumbs up. Nice. Um what would you I mean maybe this is jumping ahead a little bit what mm-hmm. would you rate it yeah so, so I far. think for me my interest was more so peaked in the second episode 
Like okay. that first episode was kind of setting the scene. Uh, there are a couple um, like attention grabbing things in there, but right. as a whole, you know, when I was taking notes briefly after the first episode, I was like, eh, three out of five. It's okay, you know. Uh-huh. Um, but you got got to give. I feel like every show you got to give a couple episodes. And so with the second one, I thought things started to pick up um, real quick. So at this point, two episodes in, I, I'm at a four out of five. Okay. Yeah. So I'm, nice. I'm expectant. You know, it, it could go either way because it's still too early to tell. You know, it could mm-hmm. go back down. could be bad. could be good. But yeah. right now, they, they got me. Um, oh, good. Because okay. I, I don't know if I'm a guy that's super into these, like, um, old school, traditional, um, historic, like Asian dramas, kind of yeah. settings. Yeah, yeah. But you know, you throw zombies in there, you got that twist. Um, yeah, you, you got my attention. <laughs> yeah, nice. Well, yeah. What, what about you? What what kind of ratings you got? Um, I don't know if it's because we're coming off of the Westworld high mm. or maybe Westworld low. Ooh. Um, I really appreciated the linear storyline <laughs> and just the straightforward storytelling on this sense. series. <laughs> it was just like kind of refreshing, I guess. Like when a character goes, I'm going to go into the palace and see if my father is dead. And he actually does it and you get to see it happen. Uh, so uh, to me, I, I really did like the first episode. I felt like it was a really good kind of uh, icebreaker to the series. And then the second one was good, too. Um, and things just progressed super quickly without too much meandering. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's like the payoff is just the story advances. Yeah. And um, I do like the horror component to it. It kind of caught me off guard, actually, like the zombie stuff. Yeah. Especially in the first scene with the with revealing the, the father's actually a, a monster. Like yeah. when the guy was like about to bring food, I was like, what? What's going I, on? I was actually then, super confused. But. Right? <laughs> and it was like shocking when they, when he like took him, like when he grabbed him, it was like, ah. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, oh, uh, did you ask me if I could rate it? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I would give it like a four out of five. Okay. Fairly positive right now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you do mention that. Yeah, we, we just finished watching and dissecting two seasons of Westworld. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it is. It's nice. Although in some ways, I was like, uh, it's kind of predictable. Everything that's happening mm. so far. I mean, they're not True. super into the narrative quite yet. Um, I feel like the next few episodes is really going to be a little bit more because they're just kind of setting the scene. But right. even though it's like kind of predictable, I still think is pretty enjoyable at the same time mm-hmm. so yeah i, I kind of I, I like it so far mm-hmm. um i i feel like the story is a little bit more what's intriguing me though really like a, okay. a little bit because you know they, they got that historic setting got the zombie mm-hmm. kind of twist on it because i i feel like some of the characters aren't super interesting at mm-hmm. least mm-hmm. Uh, I first would, I episode definitely second episode picks up a little um, yeah. and, um, yeah, the acting is like just okay at times. Yes. So okay, wait. like, I like, I'm not, I'm not drawn in by any of the characters yeah. necessarily, uh, but more so just like, oh, where are they going to take this whole zombie thing? Cause it's different. Right. So, so let's talk about the acting piece that you just talked about. Um, what about the acting in this one is like so different from Westworld? Like, 
I, and, and I, and I could tell when I was watching too, there's a distinctive difference in like their acting, right? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like some of the characters were like super cheesy, a little yes. too like, like excessive too much. Mm-hmm. And then uh, other people like, you know, like the crown prince, he's like not expressive at all. Yeah. <laughs> in my opinion. So it's like these, they got, they kind of got the two ends of the spectrum mm. and not as much as like the middle. Um, right. So that's why I just feel like it doesn't feel quite as, I, I don't know if real is the right word, but at least not selling it in a compelling way mm-hmm. where I like, it almost, it draws me out of the the watching experience. Oh. Where I'm like, oh, like they're, they're just acting and it's not that great. <laughs> Whereas, you know, if it's really good, I think you just get drawn in and you can kind of get lost in it or at least you're like tracking yeah um so like i mean it's fine it's not it it hasn't really detracted that much except Mm -hmm. for the fact that i'm like eh, none of the characters necessarily um are like standouts you know Mm. um yeah not not sure how you felt about it uh yeah i would agree with that i think there are some characters in this show that are definitely overacting (laughs) um and not even like actual main characters but like if you watch the background characters, hmm. they're just like totally into their roles. Like remember when <laughs> the, uh, the like aggressive warrior guy puts the, 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 the human meat inside the soup. Oh yeah. And then all the, uh, common people are like eating it and they're like, Oh, it's like the best tasting thing I've ever had. <laughs> and they're like super expressive. Like their eyes are super big and they're like yeah. licking their chops and they're just like, watching is like okay obviously something's about to happen and mm. that guy's not that happy to have that food like yeah even if i was starving like i would not be eating it like that <laughs> yeah yeah so i i don't know if it's like the style if that's kind of how it is or mm. if this is just how this particular show is yeah um yeah so i, I would say it doesn't help sell the show yeah i think it's like asian style though like i think a lot of asian shows are like that Hmm. like just kind of over the top with some things yeah that's true that's true which like a little segue like about asian culture uh like we're the least expressive people in real life yeah but when it comes to shows and like artistic stuff like we're the most ridiculous I've I've thought about that, especially like anime and stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, It's like people are drawn in all these weird proportions and like they're super expressive. I don't know if that's just like the outlet for all of that Mm. that we, you know, maybe keep in or whatever. Um, Mm. But yeah, yeah, for sure. I I track with that. (laughs) Um, Speaking about expressive and funny characters... I really liked the uh, the royal guard that <laughs> hung around uh, uh, Yi Chang. Yeah, it's like when he made the comment about like, oh, oh, and, and don't forget about the meatballs or whatever <laughs> like that. <laughs> I was like, oh man, this guy's funny. Yeah, definitely the comic relief. Um, and I mean, it works for him though. I, I think. Yeah. Uh, so it's it's funny. I, I like him, and I think he kind of balances out the crown prince. Oh, yeah, not, for sure. He's not super expressive at all. So, you know, two of them together, okay, you get like a medium. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I feel like, uh, at least in the first two episodes I can think of, I mean, Crown Prince, I, they had one line that I thought was kind of funny, although he just said it with a straight face, I think. 
um, where I think the Royal Guard was going to go in to investigate something. And he's like, you can stay here, Crown Prince. It's okay. And he's like, uh-huh. I'm afraid to be alone. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know if he meant it as a joke, but I hmm. laughed. Like it was a deadpan delivery? Yeah, yeah, a little bit. So, yeah. <laughs> Crown Prince is like, okay. He is very. He is a very mediocre character. I will yeah. agree at this point in the series. Mm-hmm. It's kind yeah. of annoying, actually. Oh yeah, I mean, he just seems so useless. True, that's how I felt. Just him as a person, like even his, his he goes on the trek um, to go find the, the to go find the physician, the doctor, yeah. and then the real guard is like, "Yo, you you don't even know how to take care of yourself, man." <laughs> <laughs> But he's like, yeah, I'm just going to do it. So he's he's pretty stubborn. Yeah. Uh, but he's also, I guess, like, driven by whatever his convictions are. Mm-hmm. So that kind of drives the story forward. Um, True. Yeah, I, I think it picked up for me with, with the Crown Prince, though, in, in the second episode, when he mm. has that confrontation with yes. um, the other royal guard. I, I don't really know. He's like, he's like, I guess, the law enforcement guy. Like, he's yeah. kind of the, the sheriff, I guess. Yeah, yeah, something like that, where where they uh, they run in, in they run into each other at the doctor's place. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like that that fight scene, that also Ooh. that like uh, verbal confrontation too before they started yeah. fighting. Like that's I think so far that was my favorite scene. That was a great fight scene. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely, definitely had me hooked. Yeah, yeah. So I was like, okay, Crown Prince, you, you can act a bit, and uh, <laughs> you 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 can, you can be kind of compelling. Um, I I did not expect the that sheriff guy to die though. Dude, same here. That totally caught me off guard. As <laughs> I thought, they were setting him up to be like this this big antagonist. Yes, you know, he's gonna be Crown Prince versus him, kind of throughout the series. And then second episode, <laughs> he turns into a zombie and then yeah. conference kills him. I was like, oh. He double killed him. Yeah, yeah. So I I did not expect. Um, yeah, I thought he was, I mean, he was a jerk. But at the same time, you know, I think he kind of needed that character. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I don't he know was, who the bad guy's going to be. Yeah, he was definitely really evil. I mean, just in the first episode, he was decapitating mm. people here and there. Yeah, uh, sliced that dude's throat after he told him the information or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I did not expect him to just kill so many people, and then yep. for him to die in episode two was definitely uh, shocking and yep. a little bit sad. Because mm. um, I yeah, like you, I wanted to see how he would develop. Yeah, yeah. I no, well, I I guess I appreciate, but I'm not sure. Like they early in in the first episode, they set it up already where this show is going to be a little bit gory, mm, you know, because mm-hmm. that guy decapitates one of the the townspeople, um, and it shows like his head like falling or like rolling over and oh, stuff. Oh yeah, and so I was like, oh, okay, okay, yeah, but, you know, they're some... setting expectations early. Yeah, that's um, some uh, Shogun World vibes there. Yeah, yeah, that's actually <laughs> very very appropriate. Yeah, um, I guess. It, yeah, any other like standout scenes or like mo- moments in the story? I guess um, so far in the first two episodes. Um, I do like the nurse character, um, the the physician assistant. Um, she's a she's a good addition, I think, and just kind of you know once again, we're going back to the balance piece. She really balances out the show with 
uh, her kind of arc with the uh, aggressive warrior guy. Yeah. Um, we're just using generic terms here because we don't speak Korean. <laughs> yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah that, that, that should have been a disclaimer early on. Like, yeah. we don't know how to pronounce None any of, of these things. <laughs> Neither of us are Korean. But yeah, yeah. Um, but she was actually in uh, the show called, or the movie called The Host. Hmm. Like, I've, I feel like I've seen her face around... Um, so she's, she's a pretty famous Korean actress. Um, but I thought she was really good. Um, um, so yeah, I also liked the evil, um, the evil leader, the Cho clan, like the, the evil magistrate, the one Mm -hmm. that was like, uh, you know, the Confucian laws and stuff never got us anywhere. And I like that scene where he like, uh, was like confronting the 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 board i guess and then he like grabbed the dude's head and like hit it on the table Mm -hmm. it was like yeah how does that look do you see like are you reading it closer now it's like yeah yeah oh man this guy is like super evil yeah yeah that that scene though i was like it it doesn't really look like he's holding him down that hard (laughs) so they he wasn't really struggling i was like uh, it feels a little bit off but (laughs) i get the gist and i appreciated it yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like he, he was really leaning into like his his character's personality. I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to that, the the sheriff dude that died already. But like, I think maybe at least for me, those guys become a little bit more compelling because I feel like they're, they're like leaning in a lot into that that personality and kind of embodying it. Oh yeah, um, for sure. Yeah, and for that physician assistant, like, um, I there's another show that actually I, I really like on Netflix. Um, it's called Sensate, but um, she she's oh, an actress. Sensate, yeah, 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 yeah. I actually like that one a lot. Mm. Um, and but Netflix canceled it though. But oh, hey, we, what? We, we, we don't have to talk about that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I, I like that show a lot. And she's um, I don't know a lot of Korean actors or actresses. But I saw mm-hmm. that she was in this. Then that actually was like, oh yeah, okay, I, I'll watch this because she's in it. <laughs> uh, but she's also the only person I know. Um, yeah. So yeah, I think she's pretty famous though, but. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, well, uh, before we wrap up this section, I mean, maybe we should talk a little bit about the zombies. Oh yeah, kind of forgettable, I think, in this the first two episodes. Mm. You know, it's like it's there; it's part of the premise, but I think the political stuff is a little bit more intriguing for me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I would agree. Um, kind of, I mean, the the heart of the story is there's like that royal power struggle. You know, mm-hmm. that family, the crown prince. He's trying to figure out what's happening and like mm-hmm. the son of a concubine. Yeah, yeah, that that was thrown in there. It, yeah, I feel like they didn't really give a lot of time to that. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> he's in there, and and then you know his dad, the king, is uh, is about to have another kid who will actually become right. the heir, I guess, since the crown prince is kind of illegitimate. Um, so yeah, that's definitely more a little bit more compelling. Um, but I feel like that's. It's almost not, I mean, cliche is negative, but like, it's mm-hmm. like, that's what I expect. Yeah. Kind of like an Asian uh, period piece like this. Right. Um, but then, I mean, the zombies just kind of add a little bit extra flair. Sure, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I, I kind of, I'm always interested in, in shows that have zombies. Like, how are they going to portray them? Mm. Like, what are they actually mm. going to be like, kind of? Right. So I kind of wrote a couple of notes. I was like, zombie profile, you know? Oh, sometimes what's the you, got, you got the super slow zombies that like are really dumb and can't do anything. Mm-hmm. We got those that can like sprint and run and like jump and actually have like superhuman abilities. Yeah, the I am legend zombies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So these ones, I mean, they're they're kind of somewhere in between. I feel like um, yeah. they're fast. I mean, they they can run. Like oh, they can sprint. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah some yeah. Jesse Owens type ish. Mm-hmm. So yeah, mm-hmm. for them, it, I mean, it seems like during the day they're just dead, which was kind of weird. But yeah, they're, they're just kind of laying different. there. And at night they kind of get up. They they have that little. I don't know, was it like exorcism, like move? Uh, yeah. They just kind of like their bones like are all cracking girl. and they just get up. <laughs> um, and they but, foam it at the mouth. Yeah, so it's kind of interesting. Um, and then their their infection is is immediate though. Mm, so true. I think that's that's a little bit different from some some other uh, shows that also have undead right. um, components. So yeah, cool. I mean, it's I feel like. Uh, end of that second episode just really like dove in real quick because then the zombies started attacking and then it, the second episode ends with um the city like on fire mm. i was like oh what mm-hmm. like that that's quick that escalated quickly <laughs> I mean, everything just like went to hell right there i was like what <laughs> um like that was Dongne, right? That yeah, was like yeah. the okay <laughs> yeah I, I mean that's my assumption yeah Dongne, where where the doctor is and like yeah, where where they brought all the undead people. So it's not quite to where, like, the king is from, or the crown prince is from. Yeah. But it's in that place, and the whole the whole thing's on fire. Yeah. <laughs> and it's burning but, down. So I'm I'm like, okay, they really picked it up, I think. <laughs> so, yeah. But it's spreading. So it's, it's it, the, the whole idea is that it's, it's heading to other cities and eventually going to get to Hanyang, I guess, mm-hmm. is where the royal palace is. Yeah. 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 Um, interesting yeah yeah so you know four more episodes we'll see we'll see where it goes i guess six episodes isn't a lot so maybe that's why they're picking it up now in episode mm. two that's already mm-hmm. i mean a third of the way in yeah um yeah so we'll see i'm, I'm looking cool. forward to watching the rest and talking about the rest yeah we'll hit up uh three and four and then you know re- regroup next week to yeah, see, you know yeah. see how it goes mm-hmm yeah, but in the time being, we are going to end the show per usual by asking each other what's making us happy this week. So, Joe, what's making you happy, man? Yo, so um, some of y'all might not know this, but for the past, uh, I guess, whole time we have this podcast, <laughs> I've been recording on a little IKEA Calyx shelf. Yeah. Uh, you know, just that I use to put stuff as a as a as a as a as a bookshelf i mean it's a bookshelf so i put books in there um but it's not really a, a good podcast mm-hmm. setup and i put my, my my snowball in there and obviously i'm taller than the shelf so it's it just doesn't work out um now i have a full rig kind of mm-hmm. a whole setup now yeah so if you if you're on ig you know or ig page like like the uh like i would say old me would say um <laughs> You could you could see it on my story maybe it's if it's still there, but uh, yeah I'm just super excited uh, to record in like this and I think it's gonna help our audio a lot mm-hmm. you know now that I have a boom uh, kind of thing so uh, yeah that's what I'm that's what I'm really excited that's what it's you know that's what's making me happy this week nice nice yeah. did you uh, do you go in with like an idea of how you wanted to design it or how 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 the process kind of all come together. Um, so I, I wanted to get like a standing desk kind of set up, yeah, yeah. Um, but they're super expensive standing <laughs> yeah, desks. You got that right. 
<laughs> and then the wobble factor when it's like all the way up oh, was like, ah, it's like, is that even worth it? Um, so what I ended up doing was I ended up get got like a regular corner desk because yeah, I live in an apartment that's kind of small. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to kind of make up, you know, make use of the little space I have. And then I bought a separate uh, standing desk, uh, uh, I guess, adapt adapter adapter thing like to put on top of my desk mm-hmm. so it's like i have a regular desk and then i have like a little stand on top of it um so i can adjust to like a standing position if i want to um and i got my my table my desktop for 20 bucks hey deals it's like yeah i was like at ikea i was looking at the corner tables and when you ask for the different art uh different pieces of furniture or whatever you can ask for colors and i was like i just want the cheapest one and they're like well well we have this one at 120 we have this one at 120 and i was like well, i saw this one upstairs like i said it was like 70 bucks it's like oh we don't have that one i went back and checked and they did have it and it wasn't 70 it was 20 bucks oh so got a major discount um yeah, yeah. so yeah nice. pretty excited nice um, but enough about me. What about you, man? What's making you happy this week? Yeah, I mean, other than the fact that I'm going on that trip soon. I mean, we, we already talked about that. Um, I think this week, like I said, I didn't have class. So I, I don't know if I was just really exhausted and tired or what. But multiple times this week, uh, middle of the day, I just like passed out on my couch and just like oh. took, uh, took a nap for like a couple hours. Um, <laughs> so it, it was nice, though. Yeah, um, but totally unexpected. Like every time where I would just kind of wake up, be like, "What was happening? Like, where, where am <laughs> is I? Is this now? Yeah, is this now? Um, what's happening?" Um, <laughs> but yeah, that happened uh, a couple of times in one week. So I guess I was just really tired. But mm. you know, it feels good to be mostly well rested. Mm. Um, no, no thanks to the daylight savings time, like you said. Mm. Yeah, but. Yeah, so, you know, getting naps in, getting rested. Uh, it's nice, even though you know, I, I still had to do a lot of homework this week, kind of st- stay ahead or keeping up. Okay. But just being able to do it in, in kind of my own time, my own pace, where I don't have to have go to class all the time. Yeah. Um, is, is, is good. It's a, it's a nice break from the regular rhythm, I would say. Nice. So, yeah. Nice, and you get, a, you get a trip to look forward to, so that's... Mm-hmm. That's, that's good man so that, that's making me happy too and then next week that'll be making me happy after because it already happened <laughs> and you can tell us all about that cold brew concentrate maybe i don't know maybe, maybe. whatever you decide to do yeah or that sad sad you know fast food coffee or something <laughs> we'll see we'll see we will see we'll pour it over next week mm-hmm all right. Well, uh, yeah. Thanks for uh, chatting with me, Dill. And you know, I really look forward to getting into this new series with you. And uh, yo, we'll catch you guys next week when we talk about three and four of Kingdom. And be sure to check our Instagram, man. Uh, I know I make a plug for it every week, every week or so when we record. But seriously, we got some stuff on there, and we're trying to be more active. So check us out on there. All right, so I'll catch you next week, Dill, and uh, yeah, peace. See ya. This was a Pour Over podcast. You can email us at pourovershow at gmail.com and follow us on Instagram at pourover underscore show to stay up to date with the Pour Over gang. 
Our artwork is by Daniel Liu. Find him on Instagram at Here Comes Daniel. Music is by Joshua Yin. You can find uh, him and his other tracks on SoundCloud.com/slash KidMajestic. One word. Thanks for joining us, and take care. <laughs>